I'm processing the prayer, I'm processing the sermon, I'm processing the music, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just floods me, and He reveals God to me. And God is like, I'm pulling you out of darkness and into light, and now you're adopted into my kingdom. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers and a real God. Today, we're going to talk about same-sex attraction and what to do with it. You know, there are certain individuals who from a young age have same-sex attraction and they try to hide it. But later on in life, they can express that attraction in their adult relationships. In our last two shows, we had our guest Beckett Cook describe the struggles he had with same-sex attraction as a youth, and when he got older, he came out and lived the full life of being an open homosexual. And he got into the famous crowd in Hollywood, so he had the money, the fame, knowing all the famous people, but he described deep inside he was missing something. He told us how he saw some young Christian guys reading their Bible. And he wanted to kind of like test them, kind of maybe poke at them a little bit. And they were so nice, they invited him to church. And something urged him to go. And when he went, the things the preacher was talking about really resonated with what he was feeling inside. And it turned out being kind of cool to him. So today he's going to talk about how he learned how to deal with same-sex attraction as he had a powerful encounter with God. Beckett, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Beckett, it is great having you back. So here you are at a church and you're like amazed of how different it was since it wasn't, you know, what you're used to as a Catholic church. And you were resonating with that preacher, you know, what he was saying. What exactly was he preaching? So, yeah, as he was preaching on Romans 7, just everything he was saying, every word he was saying and every sentence he was saying was resonating as truth to me in my mind, in my heart. And I didn't know why. I was literally on the edge of my seat and his sermon was an hour long, but I didn't want it to end. I just wanted him to keep talking because I knew whatever he was saying was true. And I just didn't know why. Mm, That is awesome. So as you are listening at the edge of your seat, you had an encounter that changed your life. What happened? Well, after the sermon was over, the pastor invites people to go to the side of the church if you want prayer for anything. So I had this moment of, do I go over to the side and ask for prayer? If I do, it could be humiliating. People are probably watching me, the people who invited me here. You know, should I stay or should I go? And finally, I was just like, I'm just going to go over there. I'm here. So I walked over to the side of the church. Meanwhile, the worship music is going now for another 30 minutes. So the church is kind of dim and the worship band is playing. So I walk up to this guy on the prayer team and I say, hey, I don't know what I believe, but I'm here. And he says, "Okay, let me pray for you. And he prayed for me and his prayer seemed really powerful and very intense. And I remember thinking, how does this random straight guy love me so much? Because his prayer was so full of love and Mm. really impacted me. And then after he prayed for me, I went back to my seat. I thanked him and I went back to my seat. And now at this point, there was 25 more minutes of worship music playing. 
So I'm sitting in my seat. Everyone else is standing and worshiping and singing. I'm sitting down because I'm just like kind of freaked out and overwhelmed by the whole thing. And I'm processing the prayer. I'm processing the sermon. I'm processing the music. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just floods me. And he reveals God to me. Mm -hmm. This was all kind of internal. But God was like, I'm God Jesus is my son. Heaven's real. Hell is real. The Bible is true. I'm pulling you out of darkness and into light. And now you're adopted into my kingdom. And I was like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) man, I just started falling. I was crying harder than I ever cried in my life. And I was crying over two things. One, I had just met the king of the universe, Jesus, and I just saw God's holiness. And I was so joyful over meeting Jesus, but I was also sorrowful over my sins. It was this mix of joy and sorrow. So I was just crying and crying and crying for the next 25 minutes. I was crying so hard that people around me were actually getting concerned and thought they needed to call someone. (laughs) (laughs) But I just knew and that I was just like the most incredible moment in my life, really. I mean, it was like that instantaneous and that dramatic. It was so intense. After the service was over, I gathered myself together and I don't even know how I made it home. I just got in my car, came back to my apartment and it happened again. I was in my bed. I was going to take a nap because I was so just overwhelmed by everything. And God was like, let me show you a little more of my glory. And it was like, and I was like, whoa, like God. And I just started bawling again. And I jumped up out of my bed in the middle of my room and I said, God, you have my whole life. I'm done. This is it. It's all yours. Wow. And that was it. I knew that was my life now. Mm, Wow. Some might say, how can this happen? But I understand what you're talking about. I mean, you got hit by the glory of God, the very weightiness of his presence, the moment when he reveals himself to people. And this is awesome. This is what we have access to because of Jesus. So let me know, you walk home with Jesus. How did those moments change your life? Well, I mean, that's the other thing is that day when all this happened, I immediately knew that homosexuality or being gay was no longer who I was. I knew that it was not an option for me anymore, that I was going to be, you know, single and celibate. The thing is, I didn't care. I was so euphoric and I was so happy to know. Finally, I was like the meaning of life. I know it. And to know Jesus is so amazing that I just was like, I don't care. Like I will give up everything to follow Jesus. I don't care if I have to like live under a bridge or whatever. I don't care what it means. (laughs) Like I will follow him. And so I knew that day, I knew instantly that homosexuality was a sin and I knew it was no longer a part of my life. Mm, Beckett, this must have been a very amazing encounter with God for you to suddenly drop an old identity of being homosexual and having same-sex attractions. How can someone who has never encountered the glory of God experience what you did? I mean, what would you say to the person who has never had an encounter with God like this, but they want to know the truth for themselves about their lives? I would say that meeting Jesus and having this relationship with Him for the past 10 years has been the most incredible experience of my life. And it's made every other relationship I had, including boyfriends, anyone, pale in comparison. Mm. And by the way, Jesus is always faithful. He never cheats on me like all my boyfriends did. Amen. He'll never leave or forsake me. And so I would just urge people who are kind of wondering and curious, 
to just seek after God, to say, you know what, maybe I'm wrong, maybe this isn't who I am, and just say, God, I want to know you, and, you know, I don't know if any of this is true, but I'm willing to give up anything. I just want to know you. And I would just encourage people to keep seeking after him and begging mm. him to just reveal himself to them or just go to his word, go to the Bible and just start reading and, you know, see what God does. My gosh, Beckett, that is amazing. Thank you so much for being real with us, talking so openly, you know, with us about your past. It's hard. You are awesome, my friend. Thanks so much for sharing how you got set free from same-sex attraction. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hold tight. I have something to say more about this right after the break. Real Life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I mean, this is an incredible testimony. I know that some of you might be thinking though, how could Beckett, who believed he was born gay, suddenly have this realization that it was all sin? It seems to me that Jesus opened his mind to understand the Holy Scriptures without him even opening up a Bible. This is what happened, friend. Jesus has been known to do this sort of thing. It is written in ancient scriptures that Jesus did this to his disciples where he was able to literally open their minds up to the truths that they didn't understand before. It's really cool. In Luke 24, 45, it is written, and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Beckett's mind and heart was changed, which is a very hard thing to change. There was no argument. There was no coercion, no convincing, simply the power and the presence of God opening up his mind. And then what really blew me away is when he suddenly gets filled with the Holy Spirit and Jesus literally came and filled his heart and like just boom, changed his mind. And this is what Jesus does. Jesus told us himself he would do this. Look at this. In John 14, 23, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Jesus and Father God made their home in Beckett. And the feeling was a rush of peace, love, and incredible power of God's presence. And what I love is, is that Beckett really understood so much, and he got so much fulfillment from Jesus, that he left this glorious lifestyle of the world, famous people doing all these things and being so well known. He left it all, and he followed Jesus. Think about that. Some might think that is crazy. But I tell you what, my friend, when you find true love, it will make you do crazy things. And Beckett found true love. He found true meaning. He found true life in this Jesus. 
It wasn't a church. It wasn't a religion. It was Jesus. What about you? Where are you at with this? Have Jesus and God the Father made their home in you yet? Maybe you're doing life and you often feel empty. You feel alone, like there's no purpose for your life. I know. Maybe you feel like you are dying inside. I have something for you, my friend, if that's you. Jesus will make his home in you right now if you ask him to. He will bring himself, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit if you ask him to. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to feel alone anymore. We don't have to be alone or live a life that has no purpose. So Lord Jesus, for my friend maybe who's never done this, Lord Jesus, we welcome you. Jesus, come. Come and make your home in our hearts. Come, Holy Father. Come, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we receive you. We believe in you. And we want you in our lives. We surrender our lives to you. All this sin, all this shame, maybe the things that we're doing that are not glorious to you, we give them to you, Lord God. And we want you. We want true love. We ask for this in Jesus' name. I hope you were blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.